Oh boy, Harrison, we ju- we just can't do it. Can't we? Can't have one Star Wars thing that doesn't have some kind of controversy, can we? It, ju- it just, I swear to effing God, it just always has to happen. Like, can- why yes. can't it be like why can't it be like the Matrix or something that has like the con? Oh, it turns out Keanu Reeves like kicks puppies or something. Hey, no, he's John Wick, and John Wick I, well, loves puppies. I, I know, but like that's like that's what would make it so horrible. But I'm just saying, like it has to be that, like, oh no, Quantic Dreams guy is a fr- or their their CEO is a freaking homophobe. Uh, yeah, man, David Cage has been a problem for a long time, and, and yeah. I'm very worried about the Quantic Dream. Uh, Star Wars story, but not because of the con- the controversy. We can talk about that when we get around to it later on. Yeah, but first of all, what's up, Mister Action? What's up, everybody? Welcome to if you if you liked our little like, uh, then welcome to the Folkman Entertainment Podcast number one forty six. Hell yeah! And yeah, today we are going to be covering. Uh, obviously, we're going to be coming the Game Awards twenty twenty one because there there's just too much. Like we were going to do Rogue One, we were going to do like the fifth anime, but I'm sorry, there's just too much stuff, and it, it <laughs> we have to. There, there's just it's it's beautiful. Like, and, but then also, on. but then also not so, some stuff that's not so beautiful, but we can talk about that when we get to the <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah at, at any rate, so yeah, dude, the, the game awards, you know, I don't, oh, actually also we have Hawkeye, but we can get to that. Yeah. We do later. Cause, yes. That's a whole Hawkeye being forgotten as always. <laughs> but yeah, so I figure we'll just start off with, here, let me see which which one it actually was. Okay, let's let's see if I can gamble. If my gamble was correct. Nope. This is Elden Ring. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking for it, but but okay, here we go. Here we go. So yeah, we'll just start off right there with with uh the the big news, the one that everyone's talking about, and because it's Star Wars, fuck it. Uh Star Wars Eclipse. So Harrison, go, so first of all, before we even get to the controversy of it all, let's go ahead and Tell me what what is about this that you didn't that you that you were like worried about? Because it's, it's Quantic Dream, and I I just can't get on with them. I just ah uh, like the problem I have with Quantic Dream is that they are always like some of the most narrative based uh, games. You know, they're so purely about story and about choices, and the writing is always awful, always always terrible. Oh, t- whoa, 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 whoa! It's always so, terrible, man. Okay, you know. I mean, Heavy Rain was not great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest that the the twist was kind of cool, but the but the this writing and the story and the Sean, Sean, it, it was not great. Yeah, no, they, like anyone who's played that game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. like uh, that said, I'm like, dude, Detroit Become Human is by far one of the greatest games I think I've ever played. Okay, you and I had very different experiences with Detroit Become Human. I had an experience where Mr. Krabs got angry at me for no matter what I did. Yeah, no, you really... uh, Yeah. Yeah, for that relationship, you really, really have to work at... Like, you have to do, like, the most specific shit in the world to make that relationship actually, like, pan out well. And, like, like, one of the problems I have is that all of the androids are just people. They're like, there's nothing, they don't act any differently than just people. Like, they are insanely, like, like you wouldn't build in, you would never build in a soul into these damn things. But like, they're like, no, everyone's got the taxi driver robot, he's got a soul. That little robot over there, the one that's entirely there to like clean up poo, that one has a soul as well. 
we just put a thing on their head that they can take off themselves. They can remove themselves. They just don't want to. Okay, you know, yes, I don't, I don't disagree, but it's because you know I don't have time to go into this, but, but damn it, that is that. There's a whole fucking thing. Oh, you wouldn't program assault? Well, that dude is fucking the CEO of CyberLife is crazy and did because he wants to. He want he actively wants to destroy his own species. And yes, Mister Action, you should absolutely play Detroit Become Human. It's, I mean, I, I think it's worth the play. If nothing else, because it's it's like you, you should try it, like give like you see it for yourself. Mm, yes, yeah, and like and I think, Quantic Dream games like are a very different gaming experience, and like you kind of if you don't like how those games play, you aren't going to enjoy it. So I'm yeah. not so keen on it. Um, it's it's like a it's like a living movie kind of like you. It's a movie that you're deciding what happens in it. So and if you don't like that. It's not gonna. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna enjoy. It's a lot of quick time events. It, it's basically a higher budget version of uh of what's of Telltale Games. Yes. Yeah. And much higher done, budget. It's done some great stuff. I I loved. Um. It was called uh, Fahrenheit. I think here in the UK and the Indigo Project or something like that. Um. Weird game, and it was really cool because it begins with like you you begin as a character covering up a murder, and then mm-hmm. you play as the cops trying Solving to uncover them. Yeah, and so like you That's have cool. to like figure out where you hid things. That's really cool. But then everything else isn't cool. It's yeah, it's cool. it's a lot of like I'll admit with Quantic Dream games it's a lot of like kind of BS and like extra shit that you don't need to do that doesn't really make a difference. Like there's a whole part in in Heavy Rain where you have to draw stuff. Like you're you're an architect, so you have to draw shit. And I'm like it's it's the most boring cutscene or like quick time event ever. But Anyway, I digress. Let's go ahead and Mr. Action, you asked about first of all, can y'all explain about the trailer? Okay, so I mean, I'm not sure what you well, are you asking yeah. like what cuz what so what this is supposed to be is the idea is it takes place during the High Republic, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which for those of you who followed our earlier like reviews and and book reviews that went back when Sebastian was with us. Yeah, that's it's trying to do like this whole like 300 years before the rise of Darth, you know, it's like it's a few centuries before. It's like it's like 200 BBY. Or something like that. It's, so it's it's a couple everything. What do you? <laughs> okay. Well, what do you want? Like, oh shit! You gotta have to be a little yeah, more specific, Mister Action. Yeah, you gotta be a little more specific because I've like there's like I don't know what you want me to say. What it, it's Star Wars? It's a different version of. Do you saw Star Wars Visions? Basically, think that it's an it's another version of Star Wars that's not really like I don't know. Like it's not it's not the Star Wars that you know. It's not they're not going to have Luke Skywalker. They're not going to have well, they might have Count Dooku. It depends. So a lot of people are saying that there's a part where like there's a guy with a with a bent lightsaber, like with a with a curved lightsaber hilt, and okay. they're saying that that they think it might be Dooku. So but and they're so yeah, but like it's not going to it's it's an entirely different uh, era of Star Wars. The only thing that a lot of fans are getting angry about is that like at least the High Republic fans is that it doesn't have any of the High Republic stuff. So there's no Drengear, which is a sentient, uh, that's a sentient plant monster. There's no Nihil, which are like, they're kind of like the Sith, but they're, they have, they're, they're like a gang of, of like pirates, you know, they're, and there's they're not really force users any, but their leader is like, there's a guy, it's a guy called Martian Rowe. And he, he, he sports a lightsaber that he, that, that he took from a Jedi that he killed. Again, I'm, I'm sorry for this quick crash course in High Republic. But yeah, like it's it's kind of making the idea that like they have they have these ships in that show co- or in that game or in these that story is called Vectors. These are not it. Okay. Uh, the, 
yeah, there's no, we don't see Loden Greatstorm. There's no Bell Zedifar. I, I'm not, I don't expect you to know any of these names, Harrison. But for, for any High Republic fans, yeah, so far we haven't seen any of these characters. There's no Keith Trennis, no Master Secure. Like, we're, we're seeing stuff that looks like vaguely uh, prequel era. What with like the Trade Federation and everything like that, but yes, I was going to say these are Trade Federation ships. Oh, and there is that curved lightsaber. Yeah, with with a yellow blade. So everyone's mm. assuming that that might be a young Count Dooku because apparently he was born like I think I think it said that the High Republic takes place from two hundred BBY to like twenty BBY or some shit like that, or I don't know some some such. And my, and he was born in that era or in that range. Okay. Here, I'm, I'll lo- I will look it up right now where where Count Dooku. <laughs> yeah, well, I do that. Who are those? Okay, uh, 100, yeah, so Count Dooku was born 102 years, uh, 102 BBY. So there's a chance that he could be in this game because that, if it takes, if this game takes place anywhere in the range of, a, of 2 to 100 BBY, which is before the Battle of Yavin, then, yeah. Okay, so we could have him in. And, um, no, Mr. No, Mr. Action. It is canon Star Wars, but go, but go ahead, Harrison. Okay, so the things I've, I understand about this one is not only is it High Republic, but it's also supposed to be exploring the Outer Rim. So they're going to be introducing some new species into this. So you mentioned they're the oil people, which I assume you mean like the guys playing drums with the interesting patterns on their heads, uh, Mr. Action. I guess they're a new species. I didn't recognize them from anything in Star Wars. Yeah, no, that that looks vaguely Dune to me. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean. Yeah, so you an image. What they're saying is apparently this is supposed to be the planet Jetta from uh, from Rogue One. Ah, okay. Yeah, so before all that, all that we see that, like before the, all the destruction, like dust and nastiness that we see in Rogue One, apparently it was a vibrant planet. So we're probably going to see the fall of Jetta. Like we're yeah, we are seeing. Like, in addition to seeing like a, a old characters that we do know, like you know, we see Mon Calamari. We do see like the Trade Federation guys. I forget what their race is, but we're also yeah. yeah we see a, a Rodian. Yeah, we got a Rodian in the background here. But yeah, we're also getting these things, which are basically the new Porgs. Yeah, it's Grookey from uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh god! Oh my god! It is Grookey. It's yeah. They they put a third eye on it. Yeah, we and got one of these guys. I yeah, we got Eye Patch. Cantina. Yeah, an Eye Patch Duro. Duro. The, yeah, the, this lore is conf- okay. Yeah, it is confusing. It's it's basically it's like imagine Star Wars when it's an old West kind of thing. Like that, that's what the High Republic is supposed to be. Is that like it's the the Jedi when they were still like frontiersmen, you know, trying to trying to rein in that wild outer rim. <laughs> and that's and that's even how like if you go back to watch watch the High Republic videos and stuff, that's exactly what they uh, call it. Is like, oh, this is like the old west of Jedi. They're sitting there. They have to, you know, one Jedi frontiersman has to go out and and uh, secure the entire outer rim and protect all of it from the Nihil. I don't know how things work for you, big city Jedi, but here on this planet, we do law only. I mean, we got Yoda. We got a guaranteed Yoda right there because he he is he has been seen in the High Republic multiple times now, which. Yeah, you know, cool. I mean, I, he doesn't really do much. He he hangs out with kids, so you know, <laughs> that's his main thing. Yeah, it's like he trains the Padawan, so he hangs out with with the children. Like he does, he's in the High Republic Adventures comic, which is like the the younger ver- like the younger children's comic. Ah, uh, yes. So yeah, he's so yeah, he doesn't really do a whole lot. Is so protocol droid here. 
All right. So yeah, now that I've kind of given you the the crappy one hundred and one, uh, you know, uh, you know, crash course on on High Republic, let's go ahead and talk about what Quantic Dream could do with this because you know, I, I don't know. I don't I don't hate Quantic Dream's like gameplay styles. I think it actually could be kind of cool to to see like a style like that where you're where you're doing like Detroit become human kind of stories. Uh, st- uh, like let me see, Detroit become human story structure but with a Star Wars skin on it, I think I might be okay with that. You know, three different stories that all intersect. And if you do certain stuff in different stories, certain people are going to die. Yeah, I maybe. I, I I would... I've been wondering what they'll do with this. I know it sounds weird, but I, I'm also just like, oh, how a Quantic Dream going to shoehorn in an awkward shower scene this time? Okay, I have no, I have no defense yeah. for that. That is <laughs> literally all three games make some kind of like thing of that of making of making the character get naked in some way, shape, or form. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how, but it always comes up somehow. It always happens. Well, we do know how now, probably after what yeah, the beca- CEO has said. Yeah, because David Cage is an asshole. <laughs> but I mean, so yeah, it, it absolutely makes sense as to why Elliot Page, then Ellen Page, was just like, no, you're gonna get naked and you're gonna and you're gonna take a shower in the in the desert for some reason. The, the Eclipse thing, I reckon, will be a, a large part of it, because Quantic Dream games often have, like, some event that everyone is experiencing, so, like, heavy rain is the rain that won't yeah. stop, um, and in uh, Fahrenheit, it was the snow, uh, which just, um, like, wouldn't stop, it was, like, Ragnarok, and I think there was something in, I mean, I suppose in Detroit Become Human, it was just robots gaining sentience. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I would say in Beyond Two Souls, it's probably like the the rift opening or whatever, and she has to close it. You know, like between our world and the next world. So I assume this is going to be a thing of like we're going to see a lot of different people who are being affected by the eclipse in different ways, and so there's probably going to be. I'm guessing whoever these people are believe the eclipse is some sort of omen or some sort of ritual. See, then- yes. So that's where that's where I get to is that yeah you're right I feel like these guys are gonna be like because they were they're shown multiple times and then we get to see that dude's face like flat on and it was it we're seeing like this like it keeps going back to the eclipse and then back to those guys drumming faster and faster and then the eclipse and then the battle I'm willing to bet that you're right it's going to have something to do with that and these guys are going to be like the cult of the of the darkness or some or some such now yeah the only the only thing that doesn't make sense there is that none of this as I've been keeping up with the high Republic pretty closely. I mean, I'm wait. I've read, I've, well, I've listened to cause of the audio books, but I've, I've uh, read slash listened to literally all of them so far. And I'm waiting on the next one to come out next month, but I don't, I I've never heard of these guys. These don't look like anything I've ever heard of. Some say that they might be like, Oh, that's Martian Rose race. That's clear. I'm like, I no, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they do look like almost recognizable, but it could be from not just from Star Wars. It could be from anything. Like, yeah, that like could the, be like a Babylon Five character for all I know. Again, like this is looking like super Dune to me, and I'm not. Uh, that, that's the only part I'm not crazy about is that like I'm interested in seeing like a new species of of Star Wars creature. I'm interested in seeing like a like, like I said, I'm even interested in seeing qu- the Quantic Dream style of gameplay for Star Wars. But this kind of shit, I'm like, what the fuck. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's very Quantic Dream. Weird. People doing weird stuff for no real reason. <laughs> that only makes sense to them. Yeah, but now, as far as David Cage, like, a lot of people have already been, like, already, the Star Wars community, especially, obviously, the LGBTQ uh, Star Wars community, 
has been has uh, like there's a hashtag going around hashtag blackout uh star wars eclipse so they are already just like you know what no like we're not gonna give our money or our business to a homophobe now i don't know like that's that's where i wanted to get to ask you harrison do you think that that's right to to just like totally write off this game because one guy is an asshole yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe in terms of like, I think because David Cage is so synonymous with these games, he is like a big figurehead for them. You know, a bit like um, like Todd Howard is. You know, for the Fallout games. Um, I, so maybe, but um, I mean, I don't I don't buy these games anyway. I just wait until like I get them for free through some form of, of subscription service, which is how I've gotten all of those games recently. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I, I, like I, I might not spend my money on it. Uh, is it? No, I, I think, I think, I think if you disagree with that, then don't buy this game because, like, because basically, like, it, it's a game. There'll be other games. Go and play Bounty Hunters or whatever, and not Bounty yeah. Hunters, um, Star Hunters. Wars Hunters, Hunters. Yeah, go yeah. play that. Have fun with that. If you don't want to do this, you if you have a, if you take offense of what David Cage said there, you probably won't enjoy this game because again. It probably will have some Twi'leks having showers for no reason. Like, yeah, and you have to like move the analog stick to make her pick up soap and rub it around her tentacle head things. Or, or, or worse, it'll be like a full on like a hot the hot coffee mod for uh, what's it called uh, for San Andreas, and it'll be a full on sex scene that you can do. Because we're getting to that point, like you, it's it's getting there. To be fair, you could do that back in Fahrenheit. There, there was like a couple times. There was there was one thing in Fahrenheit. If you played the guitar well enough, a woman would sleep with you, and it was very funny. And uh, no, Mister Action. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard us earlier, but yeah, Mister uh, David Cage. Apparently, he's. Oh no, I don't even think we said that online. Yeah, he's he's quoted been quoted as saying that he that Quantum Dream doesn't make game doesn't make games for the f word. So the so I, I don't want to say it on my because you know what? If any if anyone LGBTQ is watching, I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't make games for F-words, and then also, he says that all women are whores in his games. Like, at least he's been quoted as saying that, I guess. And then, and then supposedly, he's made a, a hostile work environment and, like, sexual harassment towards women that he's worked, that's worked for him. You see, the worst thing is, half of that sexual harassment was actually mo-capped for the game. Oh yeah, don't even get me started on that. About apparently, like I guess again, back when Ben he was Elliot Page, back when he was a she, uh, they uh, like they uh, Elliot Page sued uh, Quantic Dream because I guess they they actually took a screen like a you know they took a scan of their naked body, right? And because oh well, if we're gonna do that, that's how we do it. Just you know, we won't. Don't worry, we promise it's not gonna go out on the internet. You're not gonna see any actual. Well, guess what happened? It went on a fucking internet. And then next thing you know, Elliot Page is, again. Then Ellen Page is like, "Uh, fuck you guys! What the hell?" Yeah, yeah, I I remember that. I remember that when it happened. And yeah, it's it's a very quantum dream thing to do. <laughs> so, like, it, it yes, I'm I now the worry is that yeah, we're probably gonna have some kind of some kind of controversy. Like, someone's gonna come out and say, "Well, he this guy made me do something. I didn't. He made me get naked when I didn't want to for the game or some like I don't." Like I don't want to hear that, but I still really want to play the game. So I'm torn. I'm fucking torn. I do think, yeah, I, I think with all of these things, it's it's a bit like with movies. They're such a huge undertaking. Like there's a lot of people behind this. That frankly, if you're like, no, I still want to play this game, you are supporting a lot of good people who did good work and tried to do their best. 
and you know, mm-hmm. probably didn't know that like they were working for an asshole like that, and certainly didn't contribute to it. Um, but yeah, I think like, if, yeah, if those comments like, I don't know, certainly if they hurt you, I'd say yeah, don't give these people your money. Again, yeah. wait until either wait until you can buy it pre-owned, so then they don't get your money. Like or like, I will. I will wait like a year, and it will be free on PlayStation Plus. I yeah. guarantee. Exactly. Just just wait for like Steam to sell it for like two bucks. Then then you're not like wait for one of those like insane like seventy percent off. Yeah. So yeah, I I understand. Like I I do completely understand that if you don't want like like you said if you don't want to give your business to a homophobe and to a like, misogynist, I absolutely understand that. But that also that's assuming that everyone at Lucasfilm and everyone at uh. Uh, you know, Quantic Dream is a is that, and I just I don't buy that, and I and I hate to be like, oh, I'm going to take away business from all of you because one guy's a dickhead. Yeah, like I, I think like the times when you should like definitely not buy is when the thing itself is really anti like gay or they could have yes you, you can pirate the game yes actually that's next that's an incredible point Mr. Action yes and much more fun being a pirate is more fun than being a protester everyone knows it agreed. But yeah, you. Uh, what were you? What was the last thing you were saying? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you know, I, I sincerely doubt that that protocol droid at the end of it is going to be like, I hate the gays. Yeah, like, you know, I so so I think like the actual media itself, if that is not particularly, you know, bad and like, unfortunately, again, so there's some misogyny and things in those games, but it's games, it's video games. Like we're trying to get rid of it, but it's slow. Um, exactly. And I think the biggest problem that everyone, a lot of people had is that the High Republic, especially, is it's a lot, it's very inclusive. It's it's not like it's just throwing like trans people and gay people and everything at you, but it does have some characters that are like, oh, okay, so this person seems to be kind of on, on this, like, are they gay? Are they bi? They don't, they don't flat out say it, but it's, it seems like it's like, okay, let's, it's kind of implied. And then some, and some characters are flat out, like there are at least two of them in, in the books that are flat out gay. Uh, and then not to mention there are like, there's like two that are like twins and they, they don't refer to themselves as he, she, they, they, they refer to themselves as they, you know, it's one of those, oh, like okay. they're, they're like a uh, non-binary whatever. So yeah. So there you, are you some characters. Rock, you got that geode. Yeah. They, there's a guy who's straight up asexual. Like he's just like, his name is a, uh, uh, geo like, uh, shit, something Giasi. It's like a Le- Lennox Giasi. That's his name oh, is that. And yeah, he's like Matthew McConaughey essentially, but he doesn't, he's just like oh, i'm not interested in sex you know meh. <laughs> like so yeah it's my point is that yeah so they're adding a bunch of characters that again it's not like i wouldn't call it agenda pushing because it's not like flat out in your face it's not the most it's not the most important thing about them and it's not like they're saying it's not like they go on a tirade about how my choice my bot like it, it's just like they they make one little comment about yeah no i'm i'm this that or the other and then that's it and and so that's why people are getting so pissed off is that High Republic has been some of the most inclusive Star Wars that's been to date, and now they're now they're like, well, crap. <laughs> but, I, I, was, I imagine anyway. like a thing. <laughs> Sorry, I just quite like quite like the idea of like a Jedi using the color of their lightsaber to come out. <laughs> the idea of like having the what is it like the blue, pink, white, pink, blue like yeah, have a just, have that lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, I didn't know you were bi. Oh my god, wow. Yeah, exactly. That actually, uh, well, I, I don't want to get into that because you're going to get a whole lot of pissed off. <laughs> going to get all the neckbeards all pissed off and up in arms. 
like geeks and gamers will go nuts about it. Oh my god, did you not know that the color of a lightsaber is actually a designation of rank within the Jedi Order? And this yeah. It's about your affinity to the Force, and red means that you actually bled them. Like, I, yes, we all know. It's just a it fucking, hey, dude, calm down. Like, <laughs> relax, man. This is not, can't, like, no one is saying that Mace Windu has to be gay because he has a purple lightsaber. Relax. <laughs> but he is funky. Yeah, see? I'm like, yeah, it's a whole other thing. I've like, there, there's been too much controversy with Star Wars lately, but anyway, moving on. Like, I think we'll, we, that's, that's Star Wars Eclipse. I, in, in, in conclusion, I still probably want to, I'm going to play it, but I just, I might, yeah, you're right. I might wait a while for it to go a little, I might wait for it to go to a free thing or, or might just, yeah, like you said, like you said, I might pirate it. And to be fair, like this, this um, trailer we've seen is nothing and it's coming out a long time it's like three to four years or something yeah they're they they said how they're yeah it's not coming out for till like 2025 or some such so they're yeah. they they only just now probably started working on it like that is just like a rendered i bet you by the time that they actually get the game out that is going to be like what the hell was that even like that looks nothing like the current game absolutely so we've no idea what the game's going to be like and they might have gotten rid of that guy by then <laughs> like if this is bad enough they might kick him out agreed Okay, so here, let's go ahead and move on to our next one because we've spent a good a good minute on this. So let's go ahead and well, move on to Elden Ring. Yes, so yes. Harrison. So Harrison's game. So yes. yeah, go so go ahead, Harrison. Dish, tell me how much how much you loved this trailer and how how much it hyped you up. This trailer is really good. It is. I I know that I'm terrible for like. I complain about movies and things just doing the same stuff over and over again, and all From Software does is the same game over and over again. The stories are always the same. Some guy is dead. Everything's bad. That's it. <laughs> and like, I'm aware this trailer is is just that. It's all just weird, dark, creepy things that don't make any sense, and I love it. I love all those things crawling under that guy's skin. <laughs> yep. So yeah, this freaky looking werewolf looking monster thing i don't even know yeah, yeah dude this guy is quite similar to a few um characters like from uh, dark souls 3 and from um bloodborne and mm. a lot of this is reminding me of that i'm i'm really interested to know what engine this is going to be on because i think um with Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3, they were on the same engine. Uh, I can't remember what Sekiro was on. Um, and so I don't know whether they're going to have a new one. Are we going to get like a big graphical upgrade with this? Because we're mostly just seeing um, pre-rendered cutscenes. Mm -hmm. uh, or is this going to basically be like the same engine we've seen the last few times? Because some of the um, backgrounds they're showing here, like the churches and all those buildings, are very similar to what's in Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. So that won't be terrible, but I would like to have a bit of an upgrade since it's a few years on. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm sure we will. It's going to be on the next-gen consoles on, like, uh, what is it, the Xbox One uh, X or whatever the hell, and the PS5. Like, eventually, whenever they whenever they eventually come back out and, and go back into stores. But, yes, yeah. I'm very happy that I have my PS5 already. I'm like, yes, I am ready exactly. for Elden Ring. Actually, this I am saying this might be the first game I ever actually pre-order. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, I know I want it. It's one of the few games where I'm like, I know I want it, and I don't care how much it costs. So, Mr. Action, I think with the lore of Elden Ring, uh, it's kill monsters. I'm, I'm willing to bet it's like it's going to be just like Dark Souls. You don't, there is no lore. There is no like, it's just you, they throw you into this world with full of like crazy monsters and say, here, kill him. 
Yeah, it's going to be the same thing, I think. There is loads of lore, but it's all told through the exactly like this narration here where it's vague and doesn't make sense. Why does this chick have two faces? There is no explanation. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's great. See, like, that's what I mean. Is that like I've played Dark Souls uh, 2 probably like like 50 times like I, mean, I don't think i've ever beaten it but i've yeah i've played i've played that game probably like 50 different times like with different characters mm. and i i still couldn't tell you the the fucking the story i couldn't tell you why i'm there what's going on yeah dark souls 2 in particular is a bit of a weird one like dark souls 3 a bit more simple it's like there's a fire that's going out and you've got to make sure it doesn't go out but for some reason doing that means you have to kill four big guys hmm a berserk game. I, I'm not sure what a, what what is berserk. I've never oh, played that as before. In, as in the uh, the manga. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I yes. mean, uh, to be fair, Mr. Ash, Dark Souls essentially is a berserk game. Um, the guys from Software who made it are really, really influenced by berserk. Hence, where you get those giant swords, like uh, the swordsman in Berserk has, like guts. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that that's some of those ridiculous weapons you can ever use in Dark Souls, like giant freaking axe that like would never ever be useful. I um like the one of the best playthroughs I've got of the first Dark Souls. I just my main weapon is just a big tree. Like, <laughs> it's it, it's the biggest wooden club you can get, and it and it just like I just pumped all my experience into strength and just owned the place. That's awesome. See, you know what? The only thing that bugs me is that, yeah, we haven't gotten any gameplay. So this is the second game. So for Star Wars Eclipse, for Elden Ring, I'm pretty sure for for a couple of these games, like I think Suicide Squad got a gameplay trailer. Uh, there was a couple, like I think one of the, like this new Sonic game, like the Frontier or whatever the hell, that got a gameplay trailer. But like, yeah, the, a lot of games didn't really get like there was a Wonder Woman game that didn't get a, a gameplay. It just got a, like a 40 second teaser. Yeah, you got almost nothing for Wonder Woman. This, I know, there is some gameplay details out there and supposedly there has been a beta that has been played by some members of the public um so from what i understand it's it's again very similar to dark souls but there are a few extra bits like there's a horse that you can ride um and there are stealth elements so it feels like it might be a bit more like breath of the wild Legend of Zelda sort of thing, like like open. It's it seems like that's the way that things are going now. Is that just like big open world? Go walk or, like with Halo Infinite. I've been playing a shit ton of that, and yeah, same oh, yeah. thing. It's just big open world. Go go do stuff on your own time whenever you feel like it, and yeah, it feels and, like that's uh, what it's gonna be. Yeah, and and even Sonic. Sonic has finally gone full on open world, which is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I don't. Uh... I didn't. I didn't include that one because I saw Sonic Frontier and I'm like, eh. I've been, there hasn't been a good Sonic game for a minute. Yeah, and, and I am. I am not sure how a completely like sandbox Sonic game would work. Like, I assume we'll just have to run around looking for naturally formed speedways. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. Like, what is that going to be like? Is it how is the green Ho or green hill zone going to be in an open world uh, environment? Like, it's going to find random like loop de loops and shit like and, like ramps and random shit like that. Yeah, and like, like, am I going to just be falling into spit uh, spike pits like mm. every few feet, like I am on two D levels? Exactly. Speaking of Sonic, right. what what did you what did you want to talk? Like, yeah, did you did you see this? I did see this. Um, mm. I, how but he's eating a chili this, dog. That's true. Okay, he is eating a chili dog. That's something. <laughs> how do you feel about like the whole? It's like he starts out like a comic book movie that he's trying to be a superhero. 
I mean, all right. If you, all right, I don't know about Sonic or the old like '80s Sonic, but if you watched like the the later on Sonic Sonic X, that's kind of what he ended up doing. Was like he came to our world and then ended up like stopping crimes and shit like that. Yeah. And I, so I didn't watch Sonic X. I'll admit. Okay, yeah, that's but that's basically what he ends up doing is that he becomes like a superhero essentially, and it then it starts going like weird because it does uh, the exact the exact story from uh, Sonic DX the game like Sonic Adventure DX. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it's just an anime version of that game for like a whole season. It's weird. <laughs> Fair enough. But but yeah, my point is that like I don't know I I'm kind of okay with it, but at the same time I'm like it's. Yeah, right. It's not really like real. So like trying to put the chili dog and then add in that thing. I'm like, that doesn't you're you're trying to mix the 80s with the with the 2000s. And I'm like, that's you're making a weird amalgamation of Sonic. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like, it's not my Sonic. Hashtag not my Sonic. Um, Yeah. Hashtag not my Eggman. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, I I appreciate that at least he's bald now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he's got the mustache. In that shot, I have to say the drones, the fact that like you've got the ones shaped like hornets, um, and they're starting to look a bit more like they do from the video games, that's nice. But mm. Eggman's fat. Like Yeah, he's supposed to look like an egg. I love also, Jim Carrey, but no. Okay, Mr. Egg. Bruh, I'm sad the Mario movie is being made by Illumination because why can't we see Sonic and Mario together in one movie? Mr. Action, we're seeing, we're about to see the the Spider Verse movie mix in with Venom and and Tom Holland and everything. We're about to see all that shit mixed together. Don't count it out. There is anything is possible in 2021. We could we could absolutely see like freaking after all this is said and done, like you know he beats Eggman, he's going to the thing. Another portal is going to open up, and Chris Pratt's character is going to walk out. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> it's a the Winter Olympics. Oh, Sonic can't yep. come. Sonic's American now. He's boycotting. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, unfortunately, Mario is part of the of the, the uh, what's it called the the Russian uh, Olympic Federation. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sonic, he's just like, no, I don't agree to that. That's wrong. <laughs> oh god, that's horrible. But yeah, so well, this is one thing I thought was kind of cool, and I, that does kind of hype me a little bit. Is I I do want them to do the Chaos Emeralds. I want to see more of like Mobius when they talk about like that. Like I and then yeah. hey, you know, they brought in Tails, so why not? And he has yeah. a and he actually has his plane. Yeah, I, I guess. I the only thing that actually disappoints me about this trailer is that it's in the real world. Everything else about it I'm pretty happy with. I, I love the fact that, you know, uh Jim Carrey has more kind of Eggman style. Um machines this time it's like in the first movie they were very slick they were all just these drones and it was just like it didn't feel much like sonic but now at least he's got like egg shaped things and what appears to be some giant machines firing out lots of missiles like a huge moving base or something mm-hmm. this is one thing that's kind of I, I again they're trying to do their best to get nostalgia points because like hell hey guys remember all those times that sonic snowboarded down a mountain or skateboarded <laughs> Or did all that? Like, well, here they are. I'm like, so that's, I mean, on one hand, yeah, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, like, it's it's weird. It feels like it's trying too hard. But it, but there are some things that kind of work. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, how do you, like, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think some things do work. Like that um, bit where he picks up the uh, rocket that's being shot at it. That's quite a nice, like, use of his speed powers that I enjoy. Um, although, like, 
that should be the easiest thing now. There have been so many super speedy characters in movies that we should know how to do like a speedy superpower scene these days. Mm-hmm. Here with Idris Elba, this is interesting, I guess. I like that we have Knuckles coming in, like along with the Chaos Emeralds. That's cool. Um, and that he is starting out as a villain. Obviously, that's fun. Yeah, because um, I mean, Sonic and Knuckles, that was how we started out in that game, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. He is in Sonic 3, he's a villain in Sonic 3, and then you get to play as him in Sonic and Knuckles. Okay, that's what, all right. So that's what it was is that Sonic 3, he's the bad guy. So, yeah, but my, yeah, so that's my thing is that he starts off as the bad guy because, like, doesn't he, doesn't Eggman tell him that, like, oh, Sonic wants to steal the Chaos Emerald? And so he fights Sonic. Yes, yeah, I, I believe that's it, yeah. Um, so it, it's really cool to see that. Uh, Idris Elba's voice, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I think part of it is that, um, I'm really used to not hearing him do an American accent, and he sounds like he's doing an American accent with this. And it's just not as good. Yeah, no, I would I would think I would have preferred him doing like his Heimdall, like I don't know, like Norse accent. I want him to just do everything as Bloodsport now. <laughs> like I don't care. Like, I think after that movie, I'm just like Pretty. all in yourself with this. No, what are you talking about? Get out of it. Like I don't know, yeah, that weird like a Cockney or Australia, I, whatever, whatever weird accent yeah. that is, I can't, I can't tell. It all sounds yeah, like, the same to me. Tough Londoner sort of guy, yeah, kind of Cockney. Mm, okay, so yeah, like I can't, I can never tell with with like Idris Elba what what kind of accent he's doing. And I, I quite like it if you know Knuckles. Are like, you what, mate? <laughs> that see, that actually would be kind of cool. I, I'm sure someone somewhere would be like, "Not my knuckle." Oh, shit, what am I saying? <laughs> someone already is saying, "Not my knuckles." <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if I'm saying not my Eggman. Yeah, no, fair point. So, yeah, I... Unfortunately, yeah, oh, nice Mr. Action. Hot take, Knuckles' voice is great. Yeah. Uh, well, it could be better, st- but yeah. I was looking at stuff for Sonic 2, and one headline that popped up was Idris Elba says to, like, the mirror in the UK or something, uh, that's a paper, sorry, not just Idris Elba in his hallway. Um, <laughs> he said that this, the voice will not be sexy. I think somebody, some journalist asked him if it would be a sexy voice, and he was like, no. Well, excuse me, sir. Not to, not to like <laughs> get Mr. or not to like, you know, shit on Idris Elba in a, but, or in his opinion of anything. But you know what? If I think your voice is sexy, that's my business. You can't tell me <laughs> you're not going to do a sexy voice. What if I say your voice is sexy regardless? <laughs> that, that, that's true. I think it's not intentionally sexy i guess also mr action you guys are just sus what what is sus about us is it what yeah what, what did we do i i'm not sus i was in i was in electrical i was fixing the lights <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna keep where on doing you, that mr. Action. yeah where, yeah exactly where were you what happened when you were when the body was reported where were you i think i, I saw you run past harrison and the next thing you know he's dead no. Have you seen? I did watch him um, like a good. I can't remember who the streamer was, but he pretended to be AFK while he was doing that. So he just like murdered a guy and just stood there and let himself get found next to the body. <laughs> and then like then like when they went to like vote, like turned his mic on and then closed the door behind him so they could hear him coming into the room. He's like, "Oh guys, what's going on?" <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. So yeah, time. and then they'll be like, "Oh shit! Did you not see anything? The gay—they killed the guy." Yeah, that's that's pretty smart. That's like IQ two hundred right there. <laughs> All right, so Harrison, the big question of this whole thing: Are you gonna watch it? Uh, um, probably. I probably will. 
for my sins. This is one of those movies that I'll go just to see what the hell it is. He was what? Where was he during that? He was watching the Sonic trailer. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, I don't know. I I might. I didn't see the first one because it just looked so bad. But this one, now that it's actually including Tails and Knuckles and and like the chaos, like you said, now it's including stuff from the you know the actual uh, games and story and stuff like that. I, I'll give it a try. I just don't care about Cyclops. Yeah, oh, I, for, I forgot that that's Cyclops. Oh my god, that is Cyclops. Oh my god. <laughs> Indeed it is. Like, I here, knew I, I didn't like that guy. Yeah, let's see if I can find him right... About, yeah, right there. It's because, like, I... Oddly enough, I know him, like, actually be able to see his eyes in, like, a bunch of other things. So I kind of think of him as, like, from family comedies and, like, bad rom-coms and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember it was, like, uh, Death at a Funeral, the remake that they made. He's in that as well. Like, he in that movie, he gets, like, high on acid and ends up, like, naked on the roof and shit. I'm like, that's one of my, like, first memories of seeing that dude other than Cyclops. I'm like, dude, oh, my God. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, let's here. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, fuck it. Let's go ahead and do Wonder Woman because it, there's not a whole lot to talk about. It's again, it's another one of those like sadly just a pre-rendered cutscene basically. But it's still though, I'm interested in, in this and the fact that we're actually getting a Wonder Woman game from Monolith. And I'm not so I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that real quick and see what other games they've made. But I'm I'm all about it. I I want to see what what a Wonder Woman game will look like. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what it looks like. I think often when you get a superhero game, you have this kind of weird like uh, moment where you go, right, is this going to be every game or is it going to be, you know, like an actual new, innovative, great superhero game? Like, you know, say, is it going to be an Arkham Asylum or is it going to be any of the other Batman games before Arkham Asylum? Okay, so yeah, for for those of you who just saw me do like the... Thing like that, that's me. Like, that was my response of like what Monolith Games has made because I am so I am now 120% more excited. They have oh. made, yeah, they have made, uh, in like the in order of the game, in no specific order, but just in order of what's on here Middle, uh, yeah, this Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth Shadow of, of War, uh, Condemned Criminal Origins, Condemned 2, Fears 1 and 2. Uh, let me see. They've also made, a, well, I mean, less less popular, but they made the uh, the Matrix Online, which I know that was. A th- they also made Gotham City Imposters, which I think that was, that was like a, a game or a minute where you play as like sidekicks to the Batman and Joker. Yeah, and I, like I a, played that for a while. It was kind of cool. It's like it's like you're just a, a couple of gangs in Gotham City, and like one prefers Batman and one prefers the Joker, and you just shoot the hell out of each other. Exactly, and dude, I, but I love the Middle Earth games personally. And yes. so, so, and that that absolutely has like a Batman style, uh, like a Batman Arkham Origin or Arkham City style of like combat. So yeah, I am. Those games are great. They are such um, like superhero fantasy games. Like like when you're at the end of those games and you have all the power ups and you are just slaughtering Urukai, it is you are a superhero in that. Oh, dude, that yeah, that was like I think I I played that game just like over the span of a week. I just like every single day I'm like, oh, dude, I have to play this game. It's so awesome, and I just I beat it in a, in a span of a week, and it's just so great. I I still haven't played Shadow of War, but I want to. I I want to get that for my Steam, and then and then like do the whole thing where they like you whatever like the shit you did in the first game transfers over to the second one. 
Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, like, apparently, like, you can have a whole... Th- there's like, a whole system where one of the enemies from the previous game will now become, like, the big boss from the in the next one. Oh, uh, that's interesting. I kind of like that. Yeah, do you, do, you, do you think that I do where you like you try and clear out all the captains at once? <laughs> like, see, I've done that on accident. Like randomly, I so I got into a battle that I wasn't able to like rightly prepared for. So I'm just like, oh shit! I, there's like 30 guys. I gotta run, and so I run into another building, and then it turns out there's another captain there. Like, so I had like three or four captains chasing me at, at the end of this whole thing. In addition to like 40 or Urukai, I'm like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> And I, yeah, yeah, I, I like I was just lucky because I hit, I ended up like hitting a cage or something, and like she got you know like those giant dog things. Oh yes, yeah. So yeah, I, I was lucky because those ended up clearing out a bunch of the group, and so I could fight them the rest. But it's the weirdest thing like, when you run into like four captains, you don't even realize that you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I did it for a while where I was like obsessed with getting like the board clear, and I was like, I'm gonna kill everyone, and I can never quite get to it. And it was because it was always the nemesis thing would kick in. I'd be like halfway through killing the last guy, and then someone else I'd already killed would turn up. Yep. Or or like you'd either get killed, and then the ne- that guy would get promoted and be the new fucking. I'm like, God damn it! Now I gotta go kill this dude. <laughs> but that is exactly what I'm hoping from, uh, hoping for from Wonder Woman. If we can get that level of fun gameplay, then yeah. this would be worth it. Like. I, you know me. I'm absolutely a Wonder Woman simp, but I'm like, I will be all about this if they, yeah, if they can give me like her being a total badass, like beating the shit out of, out of like 80 enemies at once, like using the lasso of truth as a weapon, being able to use a sword, like a shield, like having a, a wide array of weaponry and in different like powers and skills that you can use for it. I, yeah, I, I need this. I, I absolutely need to have this game. It feels like you could reskin a Shadow of Mordor game. And you would get a Wonder Woman game. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what it did. They, they reskinned Batman and and did that for, and then made Shadow of Mordor. So I'm yeah. like, it's exactly what's going to happen is they're just going to reskin Shadow of Mordor and and make Wonder Woman. But I I don't care that that game mechanic is really cool. Being able to fight like 30 enemies with a sword or and do like you know badass like okay dodge boom throw a bomb oh uh, right now I'm gonna jump over you and then I'm gonna do my crazy ghost power like. I you know that shit. I I think that's really cool, and I I can't wait to see what kind of stuff they do for this. Because I mean I I don't know, man. Like I think Wonder Woman has been like, just been done really well in the last you know five six years. Some people would do would disagree and say that Wonder Woman has been do, been doing great forever. But I I haven't been a Wonder Woman fan that long. I'm sorry. <laughs> like yeah, my, my go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was thinking. I, I think yeah. That's very fair to say. The question I think for this is: Is there going to be an invisible jet? Is there going to be an invisible? I mean, there would have to be, <laughs> wouldn't there? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do like an open world or like a fast travel, like I mean, if nothing else for like fast travel, there would have to be like an invisible jet. Yeah, surely we need an invisible jet for that. Oh, Mr. Action, eighty four was bad, but it was alright. Eighty four, it wasn't, wasn't dreadful. It's not awful. It wasn't incredible. It wasn't the first one, but it wasn't bad. I wouldn't say it was bad. I would say it was. It was less than. It was less than the first. Yeah, I think the worst that it is is kind of meh. Yeah, it's 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 not like especially as superheroes movies go, and especially as DC movies go, it, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it it could have been much worse. I think the like. Uh, let me see. Hang on, one second. Man of Steel. There we go. Man of Steel is worse than One Hundred One Eighty Four. There, I said it. No, I think that's fair. But yeah, but at any rate, 
I'm all about it. Like, like I said, there's not a whole lot to talk about right here, but I'm all about it. And I can't wait for, for it to come out. I, let me see when it say. Oh, no. It, it, in fact, did not say. So, <laughs> be, so be on the lookout for that whenever. <laughs> let's see. Let's go to the next DC thing. What do you think of the gameplay for Suicide Squad? Gameplay for Suicide Squad looks good. So this game uh, is quite impressive, and it just like is making out to be like a definite needs to play game. Agreed. I like that how Harley Quinn is using like her the way she gets around the map is shooting a freaking bat like a battering. Like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Because yeah, I mean, fun fact is that in the new uh, in this new well, the newest versions of the comics, she's now part of the Bat Family. Like she's now one of like Batman's sidekicks. Oh really? Oh, so yeah, like, so fun fact, everyone, if you liked Harley Quinn, now she's a superhero. So do, do you reckon that, do you reckon that, you know, getting together? Like, cause I'm just like, I just kind of feel like you would. <laughs> like, Batman, and, Batman, Harley. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe like once or twice for like a fit, but I mean, she, she also is with Harley. That's a, that or with a uh, poison Ivy. That's a whole other thing too, is they got married. Oh, that's true. And y- yeah, to be I mean, hey, you never know. Maybe Har- maybe Harley and, and Ivy are into it. Do you maybe they're like, bi- maybe they're bi, not lesbian. Hmm. Do you reckon like Poison Ivy can like stick to thing? No, it's okay. I was going to ask about weird questions about getting rashes, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, you think she could like stick to walls and stuff? Like, because like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, I, was, I was like, that was was more like, do you reckon she's like actual Poison Ivy? I was like, could it be? Oh, uh, <laughs> like it was. No. <laughs> like... Oh shit! Yeah, so that's one thing I I think was kind of cool is that yeah we get to see like actual like Flash and the and the other Justice League in here, so we get to see that or some of that stuff. So that's I think that's kind of cool. It, it makes it look like you know what we were talking about. How you're, let me see. Uh, like what were, what were we saying about this game? It's been like it's been like two months since we talked about this game last, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. I'm. I mean, obviously you have the whole thing of like. We're gonna to have to kill the Justice League somehow. So how are we actually doing that, and how is it gonna work out in the game? Because unfortunately, mm-hmm. one of the problems I have often with these kind of uh, games is the premise is great, but when you get into like the mechanics of like it has to be a video game, so you have to be able to beat it and win. Sometimes, mm. especially with superheroes, it means it feels a bit lame. Um, and so, like if we're going up against like you know the Earth's greatest heroes, I'll be a bit mm. sad if like. They like the Flash feels like a bit of a pussy to beat, you know. Mm. And so this, this, uh, I agree, and I, I'm sure that the Justice League fights are going to be like some of the worst fights ever. Like they're going to be like hard as shit. But my thing, well, one thing I don't understand is why they're only like why they're really focusing only on the Flash. Yeah, I don't know whether they've decided that that's the one that like they can hold back, they can give out, you know, like, <laughs> cause he's the less, he's the least uh, villain. Like he's the, or he's the least guy of like the Justice League. He's like, yeah. he's like the first boss. He is kind of the Hawkeye. Like, and yeah, like, like, is he, is he, so, you know, no one cares like what the flash looks like, but reveal what Batman's like, Oh, that'll be a big deal. And like, that has to be something that, you know, they keep secret until launch day. Mm. Yeah. See, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the traversal either. I, I'm not crazy about that, that they're only focusing on Flash, because I'm sure that means that either they're not, they don't have stuff ready for the other, like they don't, they're not, either they don't have like gameplay ready, or they're just like wanting to hide it so they don't spoil anything, which That's I guess point. whatever. But w- one thing I'm not crazy about is this traversal. So we got like, this is cool, whatever, d- uh, Deadshot with a jetpack, but uh, I'm not crazy about Captain Boomerang, like 
you know, it shows him over here. Uh, here, it's gonna in a second. It's gonna show him like teleporting with his boomerangs. Okay. Hmm. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not crazy about that. Like King Shark, he's just like he's jumping around. Like it, it, it some of it feels like a lot like Avengers. Ah, uh, yeah, I can see what you mean by that. There we go. See, look at it. Like, what the hell is this? That's a good point. Why the hell can Captain Boomerang do that? I'm like, oh well, it's a new upgrade. We're using, we're using like, uh, what's the name? Brainiac technology. Now you can do that. I'm like, eh. This is one of those sad things again. Like, of sometimes video games kind of mess with stories. Because it's like, well, everyone has to parkour now because that's what our video game mechanics are based on. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, and I'm. I mean, I feel like that's just get, that's a problem with the it, again with an open world game. You have to find a way, otherwise, uh, to to make them like easy to traverse. Otherwise, it's just gonna be like one guy's flying around, the rest of us are on ground on the ground trying to just like wait up, wait the fuck up. Yeah, I, I can imagine that if you didn't have someone like that, King Shark would be pretty unplayable in this game. Mm. But it does also mean that we now have a literal fish like jumping over buildings, which doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's true. It it doesn't it doesn't really make any sense. But I mean, it looks cool. Um, and like I'll, I I don't think I'll all buy this game, but I think I'll give it I'll at least like I'll, I might try the demo and then try it go from there. Like I don't know because like I said, it, it looks a lot like Avengers, and I didn't give a two thirds of elephants crap about Avengers. <laughs> Like, Aven like even when you put Spider-Man in it, I think I think this looks more fun than Avengers does. At least, like I don't know, I haven't seen the upgrade system yet. Maybe the upgrade system will ruin it. Yeah, let's wait until we see like the game or not the gameplay. The what's it called? The yeah, like the leveling uh, reveal or the freaking the whatever whatever crazy dynamic or like or thing that they call it. One thing we didn't tell you about uh, this game: it's actually a looter shooter. You'll be picking <laughs> up guns all the way. It's actually a card game. <laughs> just like that XCOM, or just like that one, you know what I'm talking about, the, the Avengers XCOM game that they're making. Yes. Uh, why is everything a goddamn card game? Oh, well. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we'll go through this last couple in lightning round, just because there's, they're short, and then we got to get on to Hawkeye, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so one I think I thought that was really cool, little reveal I thought was badass, was the Matrix that they're uh, coming out with. It's like yeah. on the Unreal Engine. So here, let me see. There we go. Yeah, like I think I think that's kind of cool. It's like I think it's called the Matrix Awakens or something like that. This looks like it could be really interesting. It reminds me um, of like a kind of. It's almost like a remaster a bit of uh, that old like Enter the Matrix uh, game. Yeah. PS2. Exactly. Or like, or yeah, like the Path of the One or whatever. Like if you don't, if you remember that game, uh, Matrix Path that, of the yeah. One. Yeah, or Path of Neo was that? Or Path of yeah, Path of Neo. That's the one. Uh, yeah. So. I yeah, it looks pretty cool. Like we only get like a second because they that oh yeah, stay tuned for the exclusive look at Matrix Resurrections, which mm, you know. <laughs> yeah. cool. I'm like I'm much more interested in this. You should you should have led with this. <laughs> but yeah, like the point is I'm I'm down for it. I wanna I wanna play it, and I can't wait for more reveals because we're definitely gonna be talking about that. Excellent. What do you like? Your thoughts? <laughs> Anything before I move on? I'll be I'll be honest. I'm a little bit tired of the Matrix as a series. I wasn't. I love that first movie, but I'm not into like the sequels. Uh, I played that one video game. It was all right, but it wasn't enough to keep me playing Matrix games. Um, so I'm not that hyped about this or the new movie. But I will be interested to see what it does because if, if they can make a good Matrix game, I'll play it. Okay. Yeah. See. Agreed. 
like and on the unreal engine you never know like they have some they probably could have some cool like destruction and like fight scenes and all kinds of crazy graphics that's true yeah, like that's some crazy stuff happen now yeah the last thing i want to talk about i just really wanted to because i was so excited about it the halo get the halo show <laughs> oh my god like i don't know what i don't know what when this story is supposed to take place it looks like it's probably going to be a halo uh like either between halo 2 or 3 what with uh that being like that's a thing straight out ripped straight out of halo 2 that's high charity okay so yeah that's like the that's like the covenant base like that's like their that's like their holy city slash their you know space station okay yeah but yeah so point is it looks awesome i don't i don't know who the hell any of these people are or what they're <laughs> supposed to be like i, I know this chick she's cat that's Catherine holly that's the that's the head of the of the spartan program but other than that i don't know who any of you other people are but that I'm dude, excited. That dude is like he is generic soldier slash cop in a lot of things these days. He's that guy who turns up and talks loud and is oh yeah soldier. <laughs> Says a lot more about me than anything else. But I, I swear to God, when I first saw this trailer, I thought that was Dave Chappelle. It <laughs> says so much. Says so much he, more about me than anything. He does look a little bit like if Dave Chappelle became an MMA fighter. Yeah, if he got like bulked up and got scary looking. It's like. Well, I did the Chappelle show, and now I'm going to WWE. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's but yeah he like I've seen him in a bunch of things recently. Just like as the soldier, he's in like uh, oh, what's that zombie Nazi movie that's really good? Uh, 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 it's got a uh, stupid name. Oh well, that's it. I can't remember now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> also, this we get blue team, which again, I don't, I know you don't know who that is, but. It's a big thing for Halo lore is that we get like the other Spartans on Master Chief's team, and so oh, okay. okay, yeah. So we get like I believe it's uh, one chick is either like one of those two is Kelly. I think that's that's Kelly again. It's like Master Chief's one of his like partners, and I don't know who the hell that guy is, but still, we get a lot of cool shit, and we get of course that which I'm like, cue the the like, oh my god, like the the the, the single manly tear. <laughs> it's actually it, like it's so accurate weirdly it looks like cosplay kind like, of but i'm like about anyway it's gotten so accurate these days wow yeah like it does kind of look like cosplay you probably could, that's normally what you would see at like comic-con but i don't even care because it looks so freaking good and i can't wait i don't even like it doesn't even have to be like you, from here on out. I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I, any trailer that comes out after this, I'm like, I don't even care. You guys, you've you've sold it to me. Like, <laughs> even if the next trailer comes out and it turns out there's some shitty CGI like there was in this in the Resident Evil movie, I don't even care. This, this suit makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was that was our like hot takes on the game on games uh, on the games awards. Excuse me, Jesus. Uh, we probably could have made an entire episode out of just those, but you know we did have one other thing to get to. So, yeah, Harrison, you want to go ahead and get on to that one? Yes, Hawkeye is still going. So let's go and see what's happening with uh, episode four. Uh, we are partners, aren't we? I think the episode's called. Yeah, yeah I believe. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I forget which which one it was actually or what it was called, but yeah, it's like partner. It's it's something to do with partners. Here, it's like part. Oh no, it's partners. Am I right? That's the partners, one. Partners. Am I right? That's it. Yeah, which. Uh, this is the whole thing of like, ah, she wants to be partners. They obviously don't want to be partners because why would they? I, <laughs> like, let, let me just say, I love how this episode starts off with like, the, it starts off with the dude who was sword to Hawkeye's throat. He's just like, wait, you're Hawkeye. 
oh yeah never mind let's you're not never mind that you're an intruder in my house let's all talk and then they have this weird like so what are your intentions with my daughter kind of weird thing yeah it, it, it's a very strange scene um it's one that like i think they thought was funnier before they actually put it on film and now it's just like yeah it's okay mm-hmm. yeah like it's i don't know man it's yeah it's not I didn't think it was great. Like I was just like, okay, whatever. Like it kind of made the whole the whole like tension of the last episode go up, go away because it's like, well, what was the point? Of, don't move. It was like, yeah, I, and like I, we've gone from that to so we'll have a spot of tea, shall we, and talk this through. Yeah, exactly. And then and then it ends up with, hey, don't I? I know you're an Avenger and everything, but don't have my daughter be an Avenger. I'm like, you know, that's that's a really weird conversation to have like this, this whole thing of just like, Hey, so I know you're on this case, but you know, my daughter isn't involved. Well, you know, she needs to be, you know, she's, she's involved here and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't, that just seems really weird. This is a weird conversation to be having, especially like, I, I don't know. I feel like that would, that is not how it would go. Yeah. I, I find it interesting. And this is like, this sets up like one of the uh, main story points of the show is him kind of feeling like, he needs to get rid of Kate, but also like he's kind of bonding with Kate and it comes up later on. Um, but like, there's also this thing of like, you're high, you want her to go and work in your private security firm. You've been training her to like kick ass like her whole life. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but this is dangerous. This is, she is not an Avenger. This is an Avenger level threat, which I think is funny that she actually uses that term, Avengers level threat. <laughs> like, that's, that was a nerd thing that, like we, that. that we made up. <laughs> I do enjoy that we've had that that wording used. Um, yeah, and also he like confirms it's not an Avengers thing. Yeah, no, this is this is a personal thing. I just need to get that suit and get out of here. Like to be fair to this guy, yeah, this totally isn't an Avengers level threat compared to like the things that have been happening with the rest of the guys. This is nothing. Yeah, right. Like like super super soldier serums, witches, and like and the hex happening. Goddamn the TVA attack or like going on the rampage. And then this is like, no, I need to see my get my costume back. Yeah, he's like, dude, I I haven't messed with reality. I just want to forget the like five year span where I murdered a bunch of people because I was depressed. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, so I I thought that was kind of like this whole thing felt kind of like forced or kind of weird. And then, so the only thing that I think I took away from that scene is when she says, so you'll drop the case. Like it, she was like, it wasn't so much that like, all right, I don't want you, my, I don't want my daughter involved. It's that she's told him like, Hey, I, you shouldn't be doing this. You should get out of this. Like you should stop investigating. It's like, she's almost kind of warning him like, Hey dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to bet we're going to, we're going to get a thing later on. Like she's going to turn out to be the bad guy. And she'd be like, I told you, you need, you should have dropped the case. That's a good point. Actually. That is a good point. And, and I almost like see maybe there's some sort of foreshadowing to the fact that uh, Kate's not going to drop it and she knows. Mm -hmm. Like sort of, and again, foreshadowing for later on in the episode where Kate shows that she's very kind of headstrong and will do shit on her own if she wants to. <laughs> yeah, that's actually it's pretty cool in that part of the episode where she just like walks into the apartment building like it was nothing. Bow and arrow and everything all. It's like, so you know what? I'm actually talking to an Avenger right now. <laughs> like here, I'm, I'm gonna jump over to that part of the here. Uh yeah, right. she, she it's near the it's, it's yeah. Plan. Yeah, it's near the end. Like I love how he's telling her, all right, we're gonna scale up, we're gonna do blah 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 blah, just like just like a spy would, and she just like walks across like she owns the freaking joint. She just walks across the freaking street. Like, God damn it, Kate! Kate, <laughs> I have been in Mission Impossible movies. I know how to do this, Kate. 
stop it. Yeah. And I love how she like, he's even telling her, Kate, don't, t- don't talk to him. Don't do, don't engage. And she's just like, yeah. So yeah, I'm talking to an Avenger right now. We're on a secret mission. I'm like, dude, what the, you are the worst at this. She really is terrible. And it, it's interesting that she has this like real conviction that somehow it's going to be good for them. Like to tell people about what she's doing and that everyone should know who Hawkeye is. Yeah, like she's just like branding as a super. I mean, I guess that's like what all the other heroes do. Like Iron Man doesn't just sneak around; he flies in there, like it, like he owns the joint. But I'm just like, still though, there's a reason that Hawkeye is Hawkeye and Iron Man is Iron Man. Yeah, 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 and like Iron Man doesn't hang out with the general public as much. He's you mm-hmm. know like most rich people. He's pretty flashy and has a lot of private places that he goes to do his stuff. Whereas like you know, if you're just in an elevator, like hey, by the way, world's greatest heroes in my ear. Yeah. I was hoping there was going to be an Ant-Man reference there. <laughs> like, I was really hoping he was going to be like, you mean the Ant-Man's in your ear? Oh, Scott, yeah. it's a pleasure to meet you. That would have been funny. Like, I, I still think it's ridiculous that they have, like, the whole Ant-Man inclusion in that Rogers thing. But you're right. It would have been funny if they had, like, some kind of, it was like, oh, Ant-Man? I'm like, no, it's not, not Ant-Man. Ant-Man is barely even an Avenger. Like, yeah, because it'd be great if she was like, no, Ant-Man's not in my ear. Are you crazy? It's Hawkeye in my ear. Yeah, exactly. I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Hawkeye? <laughs> nah, yeah, that'd be that's pretty funny. So I get another thing I didn't really care for is that like after we get that, like Hawkeye's talking to his wife, you know, oh, I have to stay an extra day, you know, that kind of shit. Which I also like how his wife is a is like totally into his, you know, spying. Like she she like looks up on shit for him and like she's like his man in the chair. Yeah, she, she is weirdly doing the Oracle job in this. Yeah, but so I like that. Uh, one thing I was kind of, I felt kind of forced was when they're hanging out again in her in her parents' apartment and they're doing this shit of like they're dancing and like oh you know let me sing a Christmas song to you and like I don't know that like because last episode she's all like Ugh, I don't like this guy now she's like it shows her like smiling and being all like oh that's cute my mom is happy but that whole scene is all really awkward like. Like, especially when she's like lying there on the couch and then like it reveals that her parents well her mum and this dude are just talking about her while she's yeah, in the room that is the biggest fucking that has happened at least like two or three episodes now like people talk about Kate like she's not there I'm like it's, what the actual shit it's crazy and then yeah like like I I remember like times when like a parents doing stuff like this of you kind of like dancing and just like what the fuck are you doing what is this now can we stop no it's not as charming as they wanted it to be. Um, yeah, I, I found it creepy, personally. And this whole thing about him saying sayings wrong. Um, yeah. Which I'm like, okay. I find it really weird that, that, like, Kate, there's a man who English is not his first language, and he gets his sayings wrong, and then Kate goes, you use those aphorisms incorrectly. And I'm like, yeah, honey, put your dictionary down. Like, how about you say, hey, dude, that's not how you say that. Yeah, right. It's like we get that you're smart. Everybody in the room is educated, but we don't. Yeah, like, come on, just just say that. That's not the saying. Oh yeah. Also, like, like if he doesn't know that, like, it's supposed to be. I can't remember what it is that he says wrong. Yeah, but if if he, if he doesn't, I don't know what's what. If he says like, "Oh, red sky at morning, shepherds feast," like he's not yeah. going to know aphorism, is he? Like, if yeah. he's getting that bit wrong. Yeah, it's like, oh, people in glass houses sink ships. I'm like, no, that's not how. That's not the saying, bro. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I, yeah, you're right. Like if he's if he's that kind of guy who doesn't even know the sayings, like he's not going to know what an aphorism is. Hell, I didn't even know what it. I had to Google that after the fact. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so again, I'm like, I found that kind of forced to like, oh, like her her thinking it was cute, and then also like him, them trying to be like bonding or whatever the hell this was. Like I'm... now. Now this part I, th- I actually kind of liked the like I was like when I said the bonding I meant her parent and her I meant but now when we get her and Hawkeye hanging out together that was actually kind of cool I I actually kind of liked that I agree I love all of this I I quite liked you know like that whole little scene with Hawkeye strapping all the margarita mix to himself or not margarita mix whatever it was daiquiris and stuff that was really cool um like no that's a cool it was fun you know it was a fun little joke and then yeah her coming in and like actually just spending time with him and i loved it it was the most fun i've had with those two in this entire show like i don't feel much you know like bond between them but now there's at least a little bit yeah and and it's and i like that because yeah like she notices throughout the whole uh, the whole series so far that he's like missing his family and he he wants to be with someone so i kind of like that she's like oh it's movie night right so i brought movies and so like that's that's kind of nice i'm like all right you know we, we are kind of it is a christmas show we are getting to the heart of like to the feels of it all yeah that was very sweet i i agree i i like that a lot and then yeah like stuff like, like the, this um... I like that, like he took the daiquiris off and they started drinking them, <laughs> like, and that they kind of mark out the montage by like how many daiquiris they've had. Yeah, I like stuff like this. It was like, are you sure you use this? Uh, is that a dry erase marker? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> like that stuff. I love that them them sitting there watching movies, like you know, ch- uh, chilling out. He shows her how to throw a coin, like how to hit someone. Which that, I thought that was that's probably one of the coolest things Hawkeye has ever done. Is just like, oh, I could hurt someone with this thing. Oh, bullshit! And he and he flicks it across the room and like turns off the TV. <laughs> Which I do like the idea. He's like, do you think that like literally bow and arrows are the only thing I learned? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, what if I'm I don't sure have a bow and arrow. Like, I'm sure he could kick ass in a billion different ways. It's just like I think that was the really cool thing. Is that yeah, like he he just shows off the how badass he is and then teaches her how to do it. That yeah, that is the sweet bit of it. Is that like he's not just like no, you, you can't know. He's like yeah, okay, sure, fine. He's like fuck it, why not? You might you might need to know it. And I'm yeah. sure. I, I hope. I really hope. But before this series is over, like we have two more episodes, I really want her to use that and be like and like flick someone with a with a, like a quarter or something. I think you're right. I, I think it's gonna have to happen. There might even be some things. I think he says was it like was it you can't use a dime because they're too small or something. Like maybe she'll yeah. like figure out how to do it with a dime. Oh, that see, that'd be awesome. If she could actually like and like flick a dime at someone and knock them out. Like, wait, what? How'd you do that? <laughs> like, I would, I would absolutely be in, be uh, on board for that. Which, which, by the way, yes, as a, as a non-American, uh, dimes are weird. It's one of the, like, the things I remember from my like visit to America is that they're tiny. And I was like, wait, yeah. how is how is this smaller than like um, yeah. like a cent or did, whatever it is? Yeah, how is this more than a penny when a penny is bigger? trust me we don't know either it's just that's one of those things that we every american just grows up asking but we all just kind of like isn't isn't like a nickel bigger than a dime as well it it is there are (laughs) there's several coins bigger than dimes and it doesn't make any goddamn sense and all your notes are the same size and that like to me is just weird but wait okay you know we have to talk about this later but (laughs) but are you but just answer yes or no are you saying to me that like a one pound versus like a five pound note are not the same size Yes, yes. Um, they're different sizes, and we don't have one pound notes. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> Brains. <laughs> Fucking you, you and your pounds and quid and sterling and whatever the fuck else you guys call it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what did you think of this part where they have like the whole heart to heart of like, oh, well, Ro like he explains to her why he's so hell bent on getting the Ronin costume. Yeah, I, it feels a bit like it just had to be in there. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, there's got to be a bit where he explains that he's sad and he explains Ronin. Um, yeah, it's nice enough. What did you think? I, I thought it was okay. Like, I I thought it was going to be a bigger thing. I, I'm sure, like, they had it planned. If it was, like, another, ten, like, four or five episodes after this, she they would have had a thing where she's like, oh, I can't be your friend anymore. I don't agree with it. But, yeah, she was, I, I was, uh, I thought it was a little, like, forced how she's just like, oh, okay, you're, it's cool. You're you're Ronan. Well, it's fine. We're we're all good here. Yeah, I quite like the fact that I like the bit that um, Hawkeye said when he's like, "I'm a weapon," and you know, he's like, "Like, like I did what I always do, which is I like, hurt people." And yeah. like, like the fact that he's gone, no, like, like, like I'm I'm essentially a soldier, you know, like I'm a spy. Like, I am not here to be a hero. I just ended up being yeah. in this. Weird I, I just ended up group. chilling. Yeah, I ended up just chilling with the right people and became an Avenger. But you're right. Yeah, he's an assassin at the end of the day. You also, also, also kind of want him to go like, but I was controlled by Loki for quite a while. Yeah, dude. Also, also, actually, I think that's my favorite part of the episode. And I, I'm going to say this right now is that it's not so much that he tells her he's running. It's that when she asks, what's the best shot you ever took? And I'm like, and he says the best shot is the shot he didn't take. I thought that was probably like the coolest. So he explains like, oh, well, when I was, I set to kill Black Widow, but I didn't. I decided to help her out. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And it's I do love that they sort of take these opportunities to uh, make more of that backstory, just add a bit more depth to it, and just go like, okay, yeah. so like you know, you kind of know a bit more of like how these two were together. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's just saying he felt he he felt sorry for her, and and he ended up helping her out. I'm like hell yeah, dude. And then because she felt so like uh, what's it uh, like indebted to him, they became best friends. And I'm like, I, I like that. I, I really do enjoy that dynamic of like, he saved her life. And so she ends up like, you know, caring about him and his family. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's just really cool. And then yeah, showing how Hawkeye still he has that PTSD from her death. I'm like, damn, dude. It's, it's quite sad. The stuff that we get with uh, him and uh, Black Widow in this. Yeah. About how much it's affected him and like how much of a loss it is to him. Mm hmm. Oh boy! So all right, so I wanted to all right, Harold. I want to talk to you about this. The Larpers. We get the second, the second go with the Larpers. What did you think of that whole thing? Yeah, I wasn't so sure about bringing the Larpers back in. Um, oh, this chick here, the whole thing with the bag. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that, my, my wife gave me that bag. I'm like, like, yes, she did, but come on, lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, do you honestly thought he'd have a different, a second bag, like? You have to. I, I. I don't know. It just all seems a bit weird to me. I think it's more actually that I just don't. I didn't see why we needed that joke. It just felt like the the show stopped for a second for a weird joke that I didn't think was that funny. I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, I yeah. I think it's just like they're trying to add some more humor to it. Even though I'm like, I argue they already had enough with. Oh, do you would you make me a suit? Oh hell yeah, I'll make you a cost. And she like she's basically commissioning the the larping chick to make her uh, her costume and Hawkeye's. So if like we don't. That. If we don't get like a purple leather suit, like the the Hawkeye costume, I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna feel a little gypped. I think. I think we are getting it. I, I think that is just hurtling towards us. It must be like you know, Merry Christmas, and then like she gives him a present, and it's the suit. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, like the very last episode, I want to see like him, him, like her, send him a pot, a box or something, or like you know, he gets a package with a note on it, it says like here, or or like a reference to their conversation, and and then he opens it, and yeah, it's the Hawkeye costume. I want to see that. Like, I would almost like take it if like right at the end, like all the LARPers come back, and like so he doesn't use the the Hawkeye suit to like fight anyone really. They just put the Hawkeye suit on to go LARP. <laughs> I mean that'd be pretty funny too. It's like he goes like the end of it all. He just goes and hangs out with the LARPers again. Yeah, that's it. Like, is oh yeah, they, like I honestly wouldn't put it past the show for like it to end with like all the LARPers like help him get back home for Christmas, and then they all LARP in his garden outside. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. So uh, I want to ask you: there, there's one thing that they do reference a lot, and like during the LARPer scene, is the Rolex. So what is up with that? Like they talk about how like the, the so do, what do you think that is because that, that that just came out of nowhere. It's like oh another another thing from the Avengers compound. It's a guy who used to be in the ga- like he says it's a guy who used to be in the game and that Rolex could like compromise his identity. I'm wondering is this going to be like a superhero we don't know? Yeah, I I don't know where it's going to come from. It could be a scroll, perhaps as someone who like I don't know like could reveal their identity or something. Um, I did obviously um. We'll talk about a reveal in a minute, but I, I did at first think maybe it is like something to do linked with um, uh, Natasha's sister. Yeah. Something to, that might reveal her identity, although that seems like it might not be the case. So I'm I, I'm kind of intrigued as to who the Rolex could belong to. Like, I'm, I don't think I can remember a part of the MCU where a watch was a big deal, other than that little watch that, they, that that kid uh, gave to... Tony Stark and Iron Man 3? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't think there's anything that has to do with a Rolex, but like I said, it could be like a... a you know, we've we've had this too many times happen. Like when WandaVision came out, oh, I know an aerospace engineer. like, we thought it was Reed Richards. Turns out it was just some, you know, chick from the, the Air Force. Like this one, we, we think, it, it, you know, oh, what if it's like... This, what if it's like... I don't, I don't know, fucking... Name a, name a Marvel character. What if it's Quake or something? <laughs> or what if, what if it's Coulson? It's like, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good one. What if it is Coulson? I'm trying to figure out who would like wear a Rolex as well. Like, like, I'm just like, who? What characters do we know that would actually wear a Rolex? I'm like, I'm not sure. Um, like, I suppose maybe it could tie into Iron. No, um, into Ant Man, especially Mm -hmm. if it's perhaps something that uh, Scott stole. Oh my God, is that a dog? Yeah, I'm sorry. My my dog just opened my door, so she wanted to say hi. (laughs) <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Who's that? Is that Blanca? That's, this is this is Blanca. Yes. Ah. So, but anyway, yeah. Uh, you were yeah. You were saying I don't know if anyone has worn a Rolex before, but yeah, I guess that's that's kind of a weird thing for them to just kind of put in at almost like at the end of the series. Yeah. I like like Luke Cage. Would he wear a Rolex? He seems a Rolex kind of guy. <laughs> if he could afford. Maybe. It. <laughs> no, it turns out it's Matt Murdock. I did but, wonder. I was like, is this going to be a weird way to like get Matt in? But oh, yeah, man. I don't know, but it'd be cool. I, I this again, more more comedy that didn't really kind of like kind of fell flat. Yeah, this whole bit was weird cuz like we've got a big fight scene going on. Why are we interrupting it for this not very good gag? Yeah. And then like in the middle of a, of what should be a very important scene because that's again it's Yolana. A bunch of people were like, "Where is she? When is she showing up?" And it's like, "Well, right there." I'm like, yeah. I kind of I kind of enjoyed it. Person, I know you don't like Black Widow, 
but I enjoy, I kind of liked the movie and I did I liked her role in it. So when they have this thing of like the four of them, like you know uh, what's her name, like Yolanda fighting Hawkeye, also fighting Kate, and then fighting the the deaf chick. I thought that was a really good fight. That that was a fairly good fight. Yeah, um, I enjoyed Yolanda's Sam Fisher cosplay. That was nice. Yeah, um, and then also was... these. <laughs> The Cheerios of death. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying, yeah, what was else? Uh, oh, no, just, I was really stupid. I didn't even realize it was Yolanda. I was like, oh, who's this? And I was like, is it is it Kate's mum? Is it like her, like finally turning up? And then like it, she took her mask off and I was like, oh, I'm dumb. It was obviously Yolanda. Yeah. Although I like that. I like this too, how she throws her off. And he's he sits there and has, again, a PTSD moment of like of uh, Black Widow. Like that's, I, I kind of like that. It's really good. And I love like how he has that moment and how quickly he goes, yeah, she's fine. Drop her. Yeah, she'll be all right. Just like run, basically. But I did like that that kind of, I think, feeds into that conversation that he's had with Kate's mother of like, I think, you know, at this point in this fight, he's like, I can't really guarantee to keep her safe. So if I can just try and get her to leave, that's the only way she'll stay safe. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then he even tells her at the very end, there's like, you know, this just got way real. Like someone hired a black widow to kill me. So you need to, you need to get the hell away from me. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Which no one hired. We all, if you watched uh, black widow, you all know that it wasn't, no one hired her. It was Julia Louise Dreyfus. She's just getting another team member. <laughs> but yeah, so I enjoyed that. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty great. Um, uh, I want to see her more. Like it's, it feels like we're getting a little too much now because we have Yolana, we have the the deaf chick who's with the jumpsuits, and now we have like the kingpin as well, and then also the mom and the the stepdad or whatever. Like, there's a lot going on, and we only have two episodes left. Yeah, I think whatever happens, if we get kingpin, it is really going to be like a little reveal to set up something else later on, just to say, hey, he's here in the universe. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with Yolanda being here and how that's all going to be explained. I was kind of hoping we'd spend more time with Maya because like whilst we have had her, I think it's Maya. Um, yes, Maya. Uh, yeah, yeah, like while we've had a backstory, which is fine, I just want to spend more time with her as a character in general, like seeing her beat the shit out of people. Agreed. I would, I mean, I'd like to see just, yeah, more of her like kickboxing and like just beating the shit out of guys or, or honestly like I want to see her more of as a superhero, or or even in, I guess as a villain, because she that's what she's kind of building up towards. I think that's it. Yeah, I'd like to see her like running the gang a bit more. You know, like being the usual kind of crime boss. You know, like I don't know, kicking people in sewers. She doesn't really shoot people. It seems maybe she kicks people to death. Yeah, no, she just like fights them. Like it's a lot of hand to hand stuff. But still, though, yeah, you're right. I'd like to see more of like that. And maybe again, like if she, I don't know if she's someone from the comics or if she's supposed to be like a this is like a crossbones kind of thing where she'll get her costume later. But I would like to find out like who this because I've never I don't believe I've ever seen Maya in in the comics before. I don't I'm not familiar with that character. I, I'm not sure if she's new or or if this is like a thing. So that's my thing. I'd like to see more more development of this character. At any yeah, rate. Absolutely. Yeah, that is that's pretty much the end of that. Like they, she, Maya runs off. Yelena's gone, and uh, he tells her like we're basically we're done, because yeah, like now there's a black widow on my ass. So and that's it. So I'm, I don't know. Well, how would you rate this episode, Harrison? It was, I think it was, I wouldn't say the best episode, but it's still it's it's pretty good. It's been solid so far. Yeah, it's it's fairly good. I, I was saying um, 
all the way through the episode, to be honest. I love a lot of the ideas they have in the episode and in the show in general. I think it's got a lot of good ideas, but I don't like the final execution. I don't think it works as well. It's like um, I was saying, you know, I've been comparing it a lot to like Die Hard. And I think that there is something about the kind of like John McClane character here, but like Jeremy Renner just isn't as charming as Bruce Willis. Like, so like some of those scenes, again, like that scene right at the beginning, it's just not funny. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe if, you know, he was putting a bit more pizzazz on them lines, you know, if, if the, he was a bit wittier or snappier in his acting, um, but it's pretty, everything's pretty slow paced. Uh, and until like right at the end of this episode, this episode's pretty slow paced. Yeah, agreed. Like it, it's kind of a slow, but it feels like this one is a lot more of like, like I said, there's a lot more feels. It's trying to make you like have empathy for both Hawkeye and Kate and get like their bonding a little more. But yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that the next two episodes are a little more, are a a little longer, and b I take a little more like action and take a little more like uh, they they do a little more of the story and don't just kind of sit there on a slow burn. That'd be good to say. Yeah, I mean, they have to. Hopefully, they have to. <laughs> yeah, like, wanna, we're almost done, guys. Like, what you, exactly. What are you like? We're almost done with this. What are you gonna do? Like, you you can't just like, yeah. I, I hope it doesn't crap out. Is what I want it. What I want to say. Mm, absolutely. But yeah. So last thing is that. So what would you rate it then? Out of like five. Like a three and a half. Like a 3. solid five. Yeah, I I give it that. All right. Well, it's been a long time. It's been a long episode. We've done so much stuff. We've talked about everything under the goddamn sun from Hawkeye to Elden Ring to freaking Wonder Woman to everything. But yeah. Yeah. Hawkeye to Halo. We've talked about everything. Oh, and congratulate. I noticed Halo Infinite got the uh, the audience game of the year. A choice game of the year, I think. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like, I know you're not an Xbox guy, but it's it's pretty damn good. Like, you got to get that shit on PC. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so thank you guys everybody for watching uh yeah i have been gilbert this has been harrison and yeah if you guys like our show make sure to like subscribe uh follow us on twitter and you know follow us on twitch as well and also if you want to see more of this little dude is igor (laughs) look at them not me (laughs) but yeah anyway also yeah uh, something else I wanted to talk about is if you like our if you like our merch, come check that out too because I actually have a new T-shirt on there which ha- is Halo themed. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if you, I I'm, I'm pretty sure I shared that on on the uh, Discord, but I'm just really proud of that. It popped up the yeah I popped it up yesterday and I'm like fuck yeah it's awesome, <laughs> excellent. But anyway, yeah. So like, subscribe, follow us, hit, hit us up on our uh, on Twitter, and yeah, if, like. If you listen to us on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And, uh, and then you also be, be sure to check us out in a couple of weeks because actually I'm, I actually have a little bit of news. Uh, we are going to be doing, for our Book of Boba reviews, we're going to be doing uh, some collaborations. Excellent. Like we have, yeah, we have our, for episode one, we already have one person, uh, the, uh, Rachel from the Rebel Roses podcast is going to be on there. Uh, episode three, we're going to be reviewing it with Salacious Rum. It's the that's the dude who does like the collectors. He's the Quakian monkey lizard. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna and I'm I'm working on getting other people, but we're still some people are being silent. So yeah, but be on the lookout for that. I'll be I'll be posting more on Twitter and on the Discord as well. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. So yeah. Uh, last thing, Harrison, any plugs before I before I end the thing? 
No plugs for me yet. I have been working on a project uh, today. Um, the only thing, actually, sorry, I will plug. Uh, the Resident Evil audiobook didn't come out on Thursday, but I did put a new episode out yesterday. So that means next Thursday will be part three. If you want to listen to part two, it's already up on the channel ready for you. Awesome. Hell yeah. And so, yeah, guys, like I said, uh, like, subscribe, go to, go check out Harrison's audiobooks. And yeah, check us out next week because we are going to be doing probably something like we're going to be doing another Hawkeye episode and whatever else happens, but yeah, <laughs> check us out. See you next Sunday.